0: Good evening or good afternoon, folks. I am your host, Fred Houston, and welcome to the Stone and Tile show. And, you know, if you've been following my Facebook page and my LinkedIn and all my other social media, I basically put an announcement out uh, this morning that said what the show was going to be about today. And basically, it's going to be nothing but a rant, Uh, a rant. uh, You know, I I hate to beat this coronavirus issue to death, but apparently uh, it's becoming a big issue. It's just kind of flipping through here through my Facebook page, and I saw that uh, Vermont is trying to um, get the big box stores, you know, your Home Depots, your Lowe's, et cetera, to stop selling non-essential items. So I guess we get into kind of a gray area uh, when it comes to, you know, what is an essential service? What is an essential service? I know I've got some friends out there on, on the West Coast, and I can't remember what state it was, whether it was Washington, or Oregon, or whatever, that uh, they're considering tile installers a non-essential item. So I'd be curious to hear from you guys, you know, what, what's going on in your states as far as, you know, as far as your workload goes? How are you handling uh, this this situation at Severed because, folks, these are these are difficult times and I got a feeling it's going to get worse uh, before it gets better. So uh, with that said, I'm going to keep going on and on here. But uh, I want your comments. I'd love your input. Uh, let me give out the phone number here. The call in number is three, two, three. Eight seven zero three nine six eight. That's three two three, eight seven zero three nine six eight. If you want to send me a, a message on Facebook, just go ahead and message me uh, under Stone Forensics uh, and send a message, and I'll, I'll read that on air. And a little later on, I'll probably try to get to some of your uh, questions as far as other topics that have to do with stone and tile. And I know we've gotten off the subject here in the last couple of episodes, but I think it's it's a very important subject, and I might just go ahead and rehash some of the ideas that I, that I had talking with, uh, with Jason McDaniel last week and, and, and some others. Uh, but before I do, I, I had an interesting uh, webinar that I attended yesterday. And one of the things that came up in this webinar is there was a, a guest speaker on there who happened to be an attorney. And um, he had some really interesting things to say, and I'm just going to kind of highlight some of those things that that uh, you guys that are installers, restoration contractors, or even fabricators would consider. And you know, one of the things he we we talked about, and this is something I really didn't uh, didn't consider, is that let's say you're going into a customer's house. Again, it doesn't matter whether you're installing a countertop, installing some tile or you know, or restoring a a marble countertop or floor or whatever. What if your customer, your client comes down with this coronavirus, can they sue you? And, you know, the the answer was kind of complicated, but in in general it, it boiled down to, yes, they can. Now if you know anything about our legal system, you can basically sue anybody for, for just about anything. Uh the burden of proof obviously is going to be on them. They have to prove that, you know, you or you or your employees actually cause them uh, to have to have the virus. So th- there's a couple of things you can do to to help. I, I won't say prevent that because I don't think you'll ever prevent from getting sued. But there are a couple of things you can do to, I guess you could say, protect yourself. And uh, the first thing I would do is uh, proper training of your employees. Uh, make sure they're aware uh, of what's going on with the coronavirus thing. Uh, I just had a friend of mine post something from, from his state on Facebook, which is kind of a form that you fill out. And uh, if you guys want the link to that, just go ahead and uh, send me an email at FHuston, that's F-H-U-E-S-T-O-N at gmail.com, and I'll go ahead and forward uh, forward you that. So your workers need to be, you know, concerned with, you know, what, everybody knows what PPE is now. If you're not watching the news, uh, you know, it, it's all over the news. You know, your personal protective equipment, you know, they have to know you know, how to protect themselves, which is going to obviously uh, protect your client, client as well. Um, what was interesting, what this attorney said is that you should have a form and basically what that form is, it's a, a kind of a, a survey, if you will, that you give to the customer. And what the customer will do is sign that. And that form will have things on there like, you know, we are not, we don't have coronavirus. Uh, you know, you may want to have a statement that says that, you know, your employees have been screened or, or whatever. Uh, but what it boils down to and what attorneys really, really enjoy and really like and will also help you considerably is document everything you do. Uh, document that you've trained your employees, and you should know this regardless of whether talking about the coronavirus or not. But you know, document everything. And workers training obviously is one of those things. Uh, we we know that if you're dealing with OSHA uh, on a constant basis. Uh, what also came up during this conversation was insurance. Does your insurance cover something like this? Does it cover if you are to get sued because someone claimed that you have that you've given them the coronavirus? And I can't answer that for you, and that's something you have to go back to your insurance company and ask. One of the interesting things that came up is that if your insurance is due for renewal, let's say, for example, your current insurance policy does have a virus clause in there, which protects you, your workers, and obviously your client. Uh, from from being sued or, or well, I, I shouldn't say from, it's not going to prevent you from being sued, but uh, it, it'll help. They'll, they'll sue the insurance company and not you. But let's say your insurance does have that clause in there, does have that virus clause in there. Well, let's say it's up for renewal next week or, or next month or in the next couple of months, because we don't know how long this virus thing is going to come out. You want to make sure you check that policy carefully because they may take that out. Uh, they may automatically remove that, knowing that there is going to be a ton of these a ton of these cases coming up. So, uh, what I would suggest you do is not only get a hold of your insurance company, but get a hold of a good attorney uh, attorney as well, and have them uh, take a look at that a, a, as well. Um, one of the other things that came up uh, in this meeting that I attended was the scams that are out there. Now, obviously, again, if you've been watching the news. Uh, you know, all the scammers that are going out there. But one of the interesting scams I thought out there was, uh, well, a couple actually, the one that, that sticks out ahead of me is, um, let's say you have a shop and you want to get it sterilized, you want to get it disinfected. There are a lot of people out there that are pretending to be, I don't know what the word would be, you know, sanitizers, if, if you will, that are going to come in and charge you, say, a flat fee of a $500 or $1,000. They'll tell you you have to Get out of the shop and they're going to sanitize it, and they have maybe a garden sprayer. They could be simply spraying water. So you know, like any other contractor you hire, when someone hires you as a contractor or when you're hiring a contractor, uh, check out the references. make sure they're a legit a legit company, which is very important. The other scam that's going around has uh, has to do with this this check that's coming out to everybody. And that is there are uh, scammers now making telephone calls that are saying, you know, we want to give you your check, but in order to release your check, we have some information. This is a scam going to get a telephone call, guys. So, uh, you know, hopefully you're smart enough. uh, You know, if you have some older folks in, in your family and relatives, you may want to warn them, you know, don't 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 fall for these scams because. You know, when, when a tragedy hits like this, like it has in, in the world, not only our country, the scammers are going to come out. So, you know, be extremely, extremely careful. Now, another interesting issue that came up in talking to this attorney was, can you sue your client if your client gives your you or your employees this virus? And uh, the answer to that is yes, you can do that. But again, uh, the way to protect yourself from this is to fill out some kind of a, a health, a health question. Now, I'd be interested to know, and, and I said this a few minutes ago. Uh, if you're listening live out there, you know, is what's your state doing? What are you seeing? Now, I, I live in Florida, and our governor just announced announced today, uh, several hours ago, that we have the stay-at-home order, which means we can't go out anywhere unless it's to the pharmacy, the grocery store. Uh, if we're, you know, have to go to work, uh, medical issues, uh, there'll be closing down all the parks. Uh, you know, obviously all sports are gone right now. I mean, uh, you know, the mass gatherings are out of the question and, uh, you know, you look at some place like New York and they're saying now here in my home state, Florida, that, uh, we're going to be the next ep- epicenter. So, um, I'm hoping everyone is taking this as seriously as you can. So, um, if, I, I'd love to hear your input. I'd love to know what you guys are doing uh, to get over this hump or to, to stay alive, I should say. And let me give out the phone number one more time. That's 323-870-3968. That's 323-870-3968. Um, a couple of things that I mentioned uh, I, I think I may have mentioned this last week and I, I think it's worth repeating again. And, and just some tips for you guys that are, that are suffering. And most of us are right now, you guys that are working, uh, you're really lucky. Uh, I got a feeling that's not going to last. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I'm sure you know, this is coming is that one of the things I did yesterday was I caught con- two auto loans, one for a motorcycle and one for a car. And I called the, uh, my loan companies up and I said, can you defer a payment or two? And both of them, deferred both my april and my may payment so now i'm not going to have a payment on either one of those vehicles uh to june so if you have any kind of payments whatsoever on any kind of vehicles equipment leases on uh, on fab equipment uh, or, or whatever you may want to call those 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 leasing companies those loan companies etc and uh tell them you know hey i'm out of work business is dead business is slow uh, you know we we'll, what can you do for me? Can you defer the payment a month or two? And most of them right now are willing are willing to work work with that. Uh, last week, we talked with uh, Jason about diversifying. You know, look at diversifying. Look at your current client list and see what else you can offer. Them. I mean, guys, you're contractors. I mean, yeah, you specialize in stone and tile, but, you know, I'm sure you can do other things. I mean, I, I grew up with my dad as a handyman, so I, I was taught to do carpentry, electrical work. I mean, right right now I'm taking the time that I have, because my inspection business has literally just dropped to nothing, is I'm, I'm doing some stuff around the house. You know, I'm building cabinets, I'm knocking down walls, I'm painting, uh, I'm wallpapering, I'm refacing my cabinets. So uh, that's not making me any money, obviously, but uh, it, it may give you an idea uh, of some of the things that you can do that's legal. Uh, In other words, you know, in some some communities and states, counties, whatever, you're not going to be able to do plumbing work unless you have a plumber's license. So, um, you know, you need to be uh, need to be careful there. So take a look at it. The other thing uh, you can look at is that and I would act on this immediately. I would act on it right away right now. And that is small business loans. Now, in the past, small business loans were a bear to get a hold of. I mean you needed to show collateral you needed to you know basically you know sign over your first born and your second born and your everything you owned and uh the, the 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 it's becoming very loose right now from what I I understand now I'm not an expert there don't take me out as being an expert but uh, uh I know I filled out an application for this care package they call it uh which is a small business loan for up to $10,000 and it literally took me less than 10 minutes to fill it out they're not asking a, a lot of questions or or a lot of proof, at least so far. I'll let everyone know how that how that works out. But that's something you the guys may want to do uh, to help you over. And I think the maximum on that is like 10 grand. But it's actually a, a loan that turns into a grant. Uh, in other words, you know, if you continue to keep your current employees, it turns into a grant, which means you don't have to pay it back. Now, I know some of you guys out there are one-man operations. That still counts. I mean, what's, what's kind of unique about this, what I'm reading anyway about this package, is it's going to include the self-employed. In the past, it didn't. Uh, so that's something you may want to you may want to check in. I know a lot of the organizations. One of my sponsors here, the NTCA, I know the Natural Stone Institute, and several other organizations have put out a, a list of of different uh, what we call you know resources that you can look into, both locally and nationally. Uh, for, for help in these situations. You know, look at your, you know, look at your current bills, you know, see where you can cut back. Um, you know, one of the things, and this is a personal opinion that that I kind of, uh, I, I don't mean to laugh at this. So, you know, don't take me wrong if anybody is in the restaurant business, but they're saying, you know, the restaurants are going to takeout. Well, you know, that's fine and dandy and all the more power to them. But if you're not making any money, you're not going to have money to go to a restaurant for takeout. So, they're going to be suffering and they're going to be hurting uh, really, really bad. So the sooner this thing is over with, uh, the better it's going to be for, for everybody in this economy, which means you know, more work for you and, uh, of course, the back into business again. Um, you might want to offer a special discount. Now, what I'm doing is since I offer classes, correspondence classes, I've turned a lot of my, my PowerPoint presentations that I do for my various seminars into correspondence classes. In other words, you can sit at home sit there in your underwear. I don't care. I will go see you uh, and, and, and take these classes. And let me go, go through some of them here just, just real quickly. And I sent out a blast on this. Uh, and by the way, if you're not on my email list uh, for my blasts, uh, send me an email and I'll make sure you get on that list. And it's fhuston, f-h-u-e-s-t-o-n at gmail.com. Uh, but some of my classes I'm offering are the stone tile uh, inspection and troubleshooting class. I've slashed that class. All these prices are going to be slashed in half. I have a stone restoration one-on-one class, an advanced stone restoration class, historic stone restoration, stain removal for stone and masonry. Uh, did one for distributors and salespeople that are selling stone and tile called Sell More Stone. Uh, stone, I'm I'm trying to hold some uh round tables you know that we used to have during these stone shows uh so that's one of the things that uh I'm going to try to try to host uh you know this new Zoom thing if anybody's participated in a Zoom meeting I'll kind of want to set one up for different segments of our industry you know perhaps one for installers one for fabricators and one for uh restoration contractors uh I have another class on engineered stone repair and restoration And an interesting one for those of you guys that want to be an expert witness, I've actually put it, how to turn your professional skill or trade into a major cash machine by becoming an expert witness. And I know I've talked about this uh, on on the show at all. So um, those are some of the classes that that I'm offering. And I I know you guys that are out there that are actually doing work in clients' houses can't offer that virtually. Uh, if you're an inspector, you can like like I've, I've been trying to do. I actually did one virtual inspection a week or two ago. So uh, those are those are some of the things uh, we could be looking at. Um, I also want to put another question out there, and if you could call in with this answer, uh, that would be great uh, to do it now if you're listening live. But uh, I, I want to know how many of you guys have attended, how, have attended the surfaces show that was back at the end of January. Um, I came down and got sick from that. And I, I put a, a blast out on my Facebook page and asked, did anybody else come down with anything? And, you know, it kind of got me thinking, you know, this, this coronavirus thing that came into play, I think around that time uh, when we found out China, but th- then I, you know, I, I started thinking, well, you know, how long did they have that issue over there in China before they told us? Now, if any of you walked to the trade show, uh, the surfaces trade show, there were, there was a whole section of the Chinese stone and tile suppliers there. And I went online yesterday and I looked up and I looked up that section of China Wuhan or whatever it's called uh, to see how many stone suppliers. There's a ton of stone suppliers that came out of that region. I'm wondering how many of those were actually at the show and how many actually started spreading that that uh, that virus around. I, I had a number of you reply to me on Facebook and saying that you were sick, you had flu like symptoms. I mean and I, I kind of wondered Did I have the that I have the coronavirus and just had mild symptoms? I thought I just had a cold. I was just a little sneezing, sniffling, a little bit of a sore throat. But I didn't have that that heavy chest and difficulty breathing that 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 some people get. I guess we all, you know, kind of kind of get uh, different symptoms when it comes to comes to that. So uh, if you can call in and let me know, did you if you attended the show, uh, did you did you get sick after attending that show? And let me give out the number one more time for that answer that question that that comment as well as you know what you guys are doing and that's uh three two three eight seven zero three nine six eight uh I'm sure our listeners would be real curious to know you know it, it, what you're doing you know to help handle this i mean uh, and I should say what you, what you're doing to make money uh, because we can all do stuff around the house I mean, I'm finding things around my house that i that I've been putting off for years and years and years that I'm finally uh finally getting getting done. Kind of a side note, and this really has nothing to do with the stone and tile industry, but uh, uh I was in the store the other day getting some groceries, and of course, you all know if you've been into your local grocery stores your you know your big box stores, your walmarts, you cannot find toilet paper anywhere and uh, so what I did is I went onto to uh onto Walmart's website and lo and behold, I found toilet paper that they could, they're going to deliver here tomorrow, so I'll let everybody know next week whether that came or not, but apparently uh I was able to order a, um, I think it was an 18, 18 roll package of, uh, uh, of toilet paper, and I just, it's, uh, I just don't get the uh, why the toilet paper is. Wrong. You would think food, milk, bread, things of that nature would run out, which, you know, again when I was in Walmart, I went down the bread aisle. The bread aisle was full of bread, hamburger buns, hot dog buns, everything was there, but the the paper aisle, and I mean not only toilet paper, but toilet paper, paper towels, tissues, anything that was made of paper was totally gone. So, uh, you know, the way I look at it, if you don't eat, you can't go to the bathroom. Why do you need the toilet paper? But, you know, hell, <laughs> that's just, just my my opinion. So anyway, that's my rant and rave about the coronavirus thing. Uh, again, I would love to hear from you guys. Three, two, three. 8703968 so let me get off that for a moment and uh get to some of the the uh other subjects that are, that I kind of wanted to discuss a little bit today we're going to make this a short show unless we get some interesting callers uh one of the questions i got today was um this uh, contractor was trying to remove some coating off a of a floor and they were having trouble and it wasn't reacting uh to the to typical strippers and, of course, when that happens, when, you, you know, your typical floor wax strippers don't remove what's on top of it, I, I would suspect that maybe you're dealing with either an epoxy coating or a urethane coating. And if that's the case, uh, the the typical, you know, acrylic strippers are not going to work. Uh, you're going to need something that's real strong, like a varnish stripper or something with methylene chloride or... Are usually a solvent, which in some states is very difficult to get a hold of. Now there are some uh, what we call safe strippers that are out there, and basically just do a um, do a do a Google search for uh, safe floor strippers, and uh, I'm sure you'll get um, you know, get plenty of them that are out there. there. There's a ton of them out there. But one of the things I, I would suggest you do to test. Let's say you're going in, and you're going to test for a coating on a surface is to take a a floor stripper, a, a typical floor stripper, and then bring something with you like some acetone, a paint stripper, or something that has methylene chloride on it. And a lot of the varnish strippers out there have methylene chloride. And, um, you know, just put a little bit there, let it, agi- you know, let it sit for a minute or two, agitate it, see which one works. Uh, if the typical, you know, acrylic floor stripper... Doesn't do anything, then you may be dealing with something like a urethane or an or an epoxy coating. So it's something uh, you might might want might want to do. Uh, another question that keeps coming up, and I actually got this on a, a text message from uh, from one of my past students, and that is, you know, that we we've, we've talked with Pasha several times. I interviewed him two or three times on the show about what we're finding out about about using impregnators on a shower pan, especially with the white Carrars. Uh, the white marbles in particular. Um, and the question came up, what about the walls? Are the walls an issue? And, well, I know I, I don't think has done anything with the walls. Uh, I would say, you know, my first gut reaction is you're probably not going to run into a problem by using an impregnator on a wall. However, with that said, I did have a call a couple of weeks ago from a, a contractor that was having an issue with an application of an impregnator on a wall that the wall was still staining. And there's, there's a, a little document that I, that I published which explains why that can happen. And let me go ahead and explain it one more time because uh, we may have some new listeners here that, that hadn't listened to that show. But you have to remember that these stone impregnators are vapor permeable and you may hear, you may see that on the on the label, they may be called vapor permeable, they may be called breathable, which simply means they will not let water in a liquid state into the stone, but they will allow vapor, okay? So what's vapor? Vapor is just, it, it's it's a water that turns into a gas. In other words, when you, you have a, a pot of boiling water on your stove, that steam that's coming up is vapor. So you can imagine what happens in a shower situation where you have hot water and it doesn't, I mean, steam shower is even worse, but it doesn't have to only be a steam shower. It can be just a hot shower. What can happen is that vapor will penetrate through that impregnator into the back of the stone. And I actually did a YouTube video on that. If you want to go ahead to go to my YouTube uh, channel is uh, just search for stone and tile and you'll, you'll see my YouTube channel where I actually took a steamer, uh, sealed a piece of stone and took a steamer to it and a steam penetrator right through the impregnator uh, into, into the stone. So that's one issue that you can have. The other issue you can have is what we call condensation. And condensation can occur when you have two surfaces that are, are actually, you have a surface, and then you have two surfaces with different differing temperatures. So that, that happens a lot in a shower, especially if you're taking a hot shower. You go in you take a hot shower, you have a stone wall, it's cold. You turn the shower off, you walk away, and you can have condensation that occurs within the stone itself. So the stone, again, will appear wet. So it it seems to be a a big, big issue with the white marbles. Uh, Some of the other materials, you don't see it as much. So, you know, it it becomes real tricky as to whether you recommend sealing. And when I say sealing, I mean impregnating that, that shower wall. Uh, with, with an impregnator. Do you do it or, or do you not do it? I mean, we've done it in the past with no problem with what's, what's interesting is some of the people we talk talked to overseas in Italy and Europe, they don't seal their showers at all, walls or floors. So just something uh, to take, to take a look at. All right. Uh, again, the phone number three, two, three, eight, seven, zero, three, nine, six, eight. I'm going to mention my seminar that I have coming up my stone and tile inspection seminar in a second here but I have a caller coming in from the 760 area codes let's see who this is are you hey, there oh, oh, oh. hey Kim this is Kim right
1: <laughs> this is Kim how are you doing Hey, I'm doing good Kim how about you I'm doing good I just wanted to tell you thank you for hosting these and continue to host them and you're such a wealth of information and you know you and I spoke and and I went ahead and promoted your, your online correspondence training today oh, to all of our and um, thank, I just thank think you. it's an awesome opportunity for everybody to take advantage of this crazy time and just keep gathering knowledge and honing skills and and learning from guys like you that are so great to this industry. So I just wanted to say thank you.
0: Well, thank you, Kim, and uh, try to keep busy if you can.
1: Well, you I was listening and I just wanted to say I think that was an excellent tip as far as guys trying to diversify their services and I mean you said Florida went into a stay home effect order today and California has been dealing with that for the last couple weeks and I know some some of our customers have have still been purchasing you know we manufacture the monkey pads and cheetah pads and with innovative surface solutions but some some facilities you know the larger facilities that are completely shut down and aren't under such hot spots as New York and other states obviously first and foremost stay safe but some of the facilities are taking advantage of having empty clear floors to do restoration projects on so obviously stay safe and follow your state's guidelines but you know try to diversify your services i think was a great suggestion you had
0: well thank you you know do you do you know kim i don't know if you know the answer to this or not but do you know if the restoration guys out there are considered essential essential businesses or not Do, do you know the answer to that in your state, in California?
1: I do not know the clear answer to that. It definitely varies by state. Um, Right. We're still classified, and I know, you know, Grand courts and some of the bigger suppliers that are selling, you know, commercial disinfectants and sanitizers and and things like that are still considered essential. So we're still open. I mean, we operate out of Canada, which is also every – it's a global situation right now.
0: Oh, yeah, Absolutely
1: your state guidelines and and stay safe above and beyond everything but trying to turn some lemons into lemonade and and learn and take your classes all these things that people can do a lot of companies are offering webinars and and just trying to stay busy and and positive and and focused as you can be during this i think is a great great suggestion
0: well, you know, like I, I said before, I think we're all in this together. It's not, you know, it's not like you're, you know, one, one type of business is doing poor like you do in a poor economy. We're, I mean, even though this is a poor economy, it's, it's a poor economy because of this virus thing. So uh, the the good news, if there, I mean, I hate to say the word good news is, is we're all in this together. So uh, it's a, and it's not only, it's not only America, as you said, it's a global issue. So you're right.
1: Absolutely. I was on the road um, for an essential thing today and there was some really cool billboards. Actually. I, it was about a two and a half, three hour drive I needed to take, but then we are all in this together, but we're all going to get through it together. So yep. I think we just try to keep feeding ourselves positive information and, and knowledge and, and keeping each other going.
0: Absolutely. I agree 100%. And you know, like, like I said, if uh, you know, Hey may now may be the time to, uh, uh, to, to practice guys out there you know if you have a floor or, or, or something out there if you're in a restoration business it's only time to time to uh, to learn some new techniques so uh, get out there in your garage or your warehouses and do some practicing as well uh, you know which I, I know a lot of guys are busy before they couldn't do that so take advantage of you know vendors like Kim here with Innovative that uh, are still open and still producing so that, that's real important and you know we're, we're glad you are as well Kim.
1: Well, thank you. And, you know, I, can I, we're going to run a contest, actually, next week. Can I announce that?
0: Oh, here? sure. Absolutely. good.
1: Okay. We're absolutely. just trying to keep everyone having some fun. And um, we did this before last year, and it, it was really cool. But we're going to do a – we'll send out a blast, and maybe you can forward it on to your guys next, next week, too. But we're going to run a before and after contest pictures for your, your photos, for your best stone restoration job. I don't care if it's countertops or whatever, but preferably haven't used our pads. <laughs> but you know what? Maybe we'll just right, open yeah. it up to the best before and after pictures. And if you haven't, if you do win ours and you haven't used them, then we'll go ahead and send us that out. So um, I'll be putting that out next week. But a lot of people are home, so maybe it's time to, you know, work on your websites and put together mm-hmm. some portfolio things for going out to customers when this all turns around. Because it will. It's going to turn around.
0: Yep, So it will.
1: We just thought that might be a fun kind of test to keep people. Oh, yeah.
0: Actually, that's a great idea. I really like that idea. Just let me know when you launch it. and I'll announce it on here again as well.
1: Okay. Awesome. All right. Thank you, Kim. And thanks for doing this show.
0: Uh, No problem, Kim. Take care. Be safe.
1: Thanks, Fred. Bye-bye.
0: All right, folks. Uh, Yeah, if uh, anyone knows, I mean, i especially like to know in in states like uh, California, and the states on the west coast is west coast is you know what you guys are doing as contractors whether it's restoration installation or fabrication is are are your businesses considered essential uh, uh that that's something i think it's going to obviously vary from, from state to state and uh you know hopefully we're going to be out of this thing in a real real short basis and uh you know who knows but uh anyway but uh what what uh, let me give the phone number out one more time uh 323-870-3968 that's 323-870-3968 and if you're listening uh please call in uh be interested to uh hear what your your com your comments are. But anyway, I have a, a live class coming up in June, I think. Uh I'm not sure yet. Uh, I mean June is what, three months away, so I'm gonna wait and see what happens here the next month before I say we're gonna cancel it or po actually we probably won't cancel We'll probably just postpone it. So uh it all depends on how quickly this, this whole thing uh this whole thing is over. So uh that's something hopefully that um uh we can get through in a pretty pretty quick Time frame. Let's hope. Um, Also, uh, I want to mention that if anyone uh, out there has a product uh, that they would like to promote, uh, go ahead and give me give me a call, send me an email. We'll get you set up and uh, do an interview. We're always, you know, we're up. I'm almost up to 80 80 of these shows that we did. I've been doing these now for uh, over a year year and a half, I think, basically. So, uh, and we're getting some really good response. We're right now we're up to almost ten thousand unique listens. You know, both and that—that's a combination of the both. The you know what's in, what's nice about my show, uh, compared to some of the others that are out there, is a, mine is just not a podcast. It's actually a live show. It's live right now. Of course, if you're listening, not now. And on a pa- podcast, you're listening to it on the podcast, but it also serves as a live show as well as a podcast. Now, I have a bunch of a bunch of uh, people that I that I have set up to do interviews with, so I appreciate that. But I'm always looking for uh, interesting topics. And I'd like to know what you guys think. You know, what topic do you want to hear? You know, do you want a business topic, a technical topic uh, or or whatever? So, you know, send me an email F Houston. That's F-H-U-E-S-T-O-N at gmail.com. I'm spending, you know, uh, quite a bit of time now on on Facebook, on Twitter and some of the other. I haven't done the TikTok thing yet, though. I really don't see that's going to be appropriate for my business, but uh, it's kind of fun to watch uh but um uh, uh, uh you know that that's something I, i'm I actually have my computer open as i'm doing all these little uh home projects around here all the time uh going back and forth to facebook and see what everybody else is doing and i i noticed we're getting a lot of traffic on that on the social media sites because a lot of people aren't working right now. So uh, again, if you are working, uh, that'd be great. All right. I'm going to kind of wrap things up here unless someone's got a, a real quick comment. Let me give the phone number out one more time. Three, two, three, eight, seven, zero, three, nine, six, eight. Again, if uh, you don't have uh, any questions now or comments now, send me an email, uh, send me a message on, on the Facebook page and uh, take, take a look at, uh, uh you know, what we have out there and uh, how I can, how I can help. Cause that's why I do this show. Uh, I do this show as a voice for the stone and tile industry. And uh, I'm hoping you guys have gained a lot from, from the show and I'm trying as hard as I can. As I said, I don't, don't make any money doing this. It actually costs me money, but uh, uh, since I'm in, in education inspection and training, I think this is uh, extremely important. So uh, folks um, until next week, thanks for listening. Keep setting those tiles, polishing that stone, and fabricating those tops uh, later, my friend. Thank you, Toughskin, one of our gold sponsors. Marble etches and stains, Toughskin guarantees it will not. Toughskin provides a unique product and installation service anywhere in the USA with a proprietary stone laminate products. They protect marble countertops with an acid, oil, and waterproof guarantee. That's right, it's now possible to install marble, onyx, and travertine countertops without the worry of etching and staining from common household items like wine, lemon, coffee, or other acidic foods. People have been trying to figure this out for thousands of years and Tough Skin Surface Protection has done it. Available in gloss and satin to match the countertop finish. Visit them online at toughskinprotection.com. That's T-U-F-F-SkinProtection.com to learn more. Are you looking for quality greenstone working products? ESP sells many lines of fine quality, environmentally safe products. Stone Pro, Envy Stone Care, Bondstone and Touchstone Adhesives, More Stone Care products, Easy Care products, and Better Bio, which is over 80% bio-based and approved by the USDA. For more info, visit ESPSales.net. That's ESPSales.net.